This podcast is brought to you by Touch a Life. Hello, everyone. My name is Rupa Sunku, and I'm the Chief Evangelist at Touch a Life Foundation. I bringing to you folks yet another uh, episode of the Mentor Loop. Today's topic that I'm going to share with you is how do you make sure you are ready for that uh, people manager position and how do you transition to that position and what will be the checklist or items that you review with yourself to see if you're ready for that people manager position. So often enough, people identify manager to be one that has control over the activities and the engagement plans of the team. And that is true. The more important thing is that uh, people who are seen as managers are the people who actually do the salary raises, the equity and the bonus distribution as well. So it is not a wrong impression to believe that managers have control over money and how you are uh, being remunerated in an organization, along with having the influence of what kind of work comes to you and uh, what kind of work is allocated to your team within the organization. Definitely those two pieces are key activities that are assigned to a manager. But more importantly, the fact that a person is ready to manage people, direct the activities of the organization and staying aligned to the strategies or the goals of the organization becomes the omni-important aspect a manager should be ready to take on. Most people look at managers as one step above what you're doing as an individual contributor. Yes, there is a certain amount of the grassroots level understanding of the job functions that they're managing. But more importantly, it is about steering the people and uh, getting people to walk in lockstep to get the work done for the team that you belong to and the organization that you're associated with. Along with this title of manager comes certain characteristics of delegation, ability to distill goals into executable entities, and having the attitude of, I can do it, we can all do it together, and making sure that you distribute the big picture into bite sizes into the various people within your team who can actually get the thing together. So what uh, is the cohesive inclusion of the different bits and pieces that get done in an organization or a team should be something that the manager orchestrates. So then the next question would be, how do I know I'm ready to be a manager? So there are about 10 points that I'd like you to think about in terms of being ready to get into that managerial position. The manager is definitely one who understands the work, motivates the people, has the competencies to understand the business goals, partnering, controlling, and coaching the team to be in lockstep and in the direction that would make them all successful. So the first item to be understood is, uh, do you know what the role is? 
in a union shop or uh, something more old school in terms of the organizations there could be hierarchical tenure based managers that will be present in an organization but most organizations today are not gravitating towards organic tenure managers taking on the managerial roles but who is capable of orchestrating the team functions and the goals of the team would most probably be a more suitable manager in any organization so understanding what the role is inside and out would be number 1 to check the readiness of your uh, point in time decision of taking on a managerial role and then the next one would be are you ready to let go what i mean by that is until this point in time you have been an individual contributor you decide what effort you put in how much effort you put in and what kind of work you put in but now you have to let go of what you can do but it's all about getting work done with a set of people in lockstep as i mentioned before you have to be a good communicator making sure that all the goals of the organization are met and met in the right direction with the proper communication and statuses and updates overall the fourth aspect of uh, being ready for a manager is that you also should let go to be able to allow other people to succeed so it is about a team and the different entities that make up a team to be successful and not just your success is because of one activity that the team has completed to be named as your success so that is number 4 The next one is you have to think strategically to be a manager. You cannot stay localized to the transactional activity of the job, but the role has to be more strategic in terms of positioning, alignment, outlook. All of those need to be considered when you become a manager, making sure that you're taking all the people along with you to that ultimate place of success. you also have to lead by example there are many a times that uh, the people who are working with you in your team may not know how to do a particular activity or a transaction or a function and so you have to be able to build that expertise bring that expertise to get that job done and it may be something that would behoove the team to go ahead and have you pitch in and do the work and uh, lead the people along with you you also want to make sure that you want this responsibility this is a responsibility just not of what you are who you are and what you do but what is it that the team has to do to make you successful so it is a responsibility of number of people within your organization or your team you also have to have that big picture holistic thinking in order to be a manager because you need to be able to dot those i's and cross those t's in terms of the overall picture or the total ambition of the group in the company structure at a larger scale 
you also need to consult others because there are multiple stakeholders that you need to work with often enough in a team you are basically putting in your bit and uh, there may be a couple of leads who will uh, simulate or uh, steer the rest of the team to be able to get to that goal but you as a manager need to make sure that you consult with others as to how your team is appearing how your efforts are being seen outside the project framework or uh, the organizational structure or the company at large you also have to have clear leadership philosophies if you over time build different uh, examples to your repertoire of success then that becomes your philosophy as a manager so you need to have that as well in order to get to take on your first position now you may ask yourself do i have to have all these 10 characteristics to be a good manager i think a majority of them should come to you more innately rather than something that you're forcing yourself to think about or consider that is when a good manager can become a better manager and steer all the activities around the team what would my manager look at to make me a manager so that's also important one is your desire to be a manager but the second thing is does your leadership see you as manager material which is also equally important to accomplish and get to that goal of being a manager are you already a de facto manager are you granular organically seen as the doer and leader of the team do you get along with people in your team are you self motivated do you have the right attitude do you engage and uh, work very passionately do you like to learn and understand the big picture do you volunteer to take on tough jobs and solve those uh, unseekable problems that the rest of them may put aside do you like and do you take feedback very gracefully are you able to cope with conflict and uh, address that uh, political pressure as it were and do you lean towards the team rather than be uh, different entities or different people that are uh, working individually uh, do you dwell on solutions or do you kind of take the entire team to possible strength of uh, accomplishing tougher goals within your organization do you seek on expert opinions or do you feel that you know it all or are you self initiating some goals based on your strengths and are able to get the job done do you promote people along with you and do not micromanage or uh, kind of set aside some of the people within the team as not so important but are able to take all the people along with you are you able to take on responsibilities are you empathetic and a good listener which is super important to become a manager do you have the integrity and do you trust people and do people trust you are you collaborative in nature and do you lead by example so these are some of the characteristics that you need to self um, analyze or self uh, introspect so that you can be sure that you are ready to be that manager and uh, making sure that your manager sees you as a de facto successor or a go-to person to be made a manager also in managing the team you have 
two different uh, scenarios. The first is you, you could go on to build a new team. And that has its own challenges, but it also gives you an open slate to be able to create that team. Or you could pick up an existing team. So you should be able to think about what would make you start on the right footing, be it with an existing team or a new team. Initially, you may not have the choice. When you get that manager position, you may take it on and have either a new team to work with or an existing team that you're kind of honing in on. So let's think about how you would, what you should do or how you go about forming a new team. So there is basically a concept of form, norm, conform and perform in order to start a new team. This is the building strategies to hire right, to be able to form that team and make sure that you've got all the different aspects of uh, the people management, the activity at hand and the work at hand to be able to come together with some normalized approaches and rules and regulations or uh, ideas or uh, processes that will create or form that uh, team and normalize the team that can scale to whatever lengths you need in order to get those goals accomplished for the team and for the organization at large. The next one is to conform. So you obviously have to conform to the culture of the organization and also look at what are the efficiencies that are gained within the organization and the habits or the activity that would gain those efficiencies. So you have to be able to conform to, say, in a development organization like mine, you have to be able to deliver to the milestones. You have to deliver new engaging features that will actually provide for a market share. So those are the things that you need to conform. And lastly, but not least, the most important aspect is how does your team perform? at those different goals and ambitions for themselves, as well as for the greater good of the organization or the corporation you work for to be able to determine that success factor. So that is some of the ground rules for forming a new team. Now, when you go into an existing team, you have to first inventory your assets, right? Understand who you have on your team. What do they bring to the table? Do they kind of sync with you in terms of your style and you have people who have a different style from that of yourself and uh, yet meet and help to kind of form that cohesive team that you have? What does the team represent at large is what you have. What are the gaps that the team probably has from meeting those goals and impressions that the team has left behind in the existing organization? Conduct a survey to assess whether they have good client and customer satisfaction, be it internal or external customers. How is the employee retention and the turnover rates within your team? Also look at employee net promoter scores, which tells you where they are, who they are, what they've done, and how they have been seen as within the organization. And the other one would be about productivity. 
what have they brought together a lot of times i always talk about a team being five fingers in a hand not every one of them look alike but they all can put their heads together and make that uh, synchronous effort of being able to lock step and keep the fingers tight into a hand fold so you have to be able to align integrate synchronize and work towards the bigger strategies or the holistic goals of the organization or the team at large you have to establish partnerships and collaborations and need to have that communication channel open to be able to work in the organization so uh, existing teams also bring challenges and you start off looking at where your team is and what the team makeup looks like in order to establish what would make you a successful manager the next aspect of uh, management that you should also think about is the management style there are a varied styles of leadership that's there and you can take on any of those uh, styles based on uh, what you like uh, leading with or what is best you can do or uh, sometimes you organically pick up some of the styles that are around you and that have been successful or influences that you have seen successfully so there is the democratic style which is rooted in collaboration and this type of leader seeks for input from employees and making business decisions and delivering solutions with the people engagement with new ideas being experimental and granting employees the freedom to voice and share their opinions so that would be a democratic style then you have the laissez faire management style which is a lot of uh, hands off and leadership style which uh, delivers a level of confidence in the people that you're leading and you do not go into every transactional aspect of um, the team's activities but grant them the freedom and delegating tasks independently giving you the opportunity to be autonomous and yet cohesive because each of the entities or the people within that team are self-disciplined so that would be uh, style number 2 the next one would be an autocratic style which would be centered around results and efficiencies and devoid of sort of collaboration or any kind of an autonomy but uh, a lot of micromanaging following the policies to the t and keeping everybody in a very formatted strict flow of activities to get the job done The next one is the charismatic leadership management style and these charismatic leader styles would be about charming being very persuasive and deeply connected to the cause and you build your relationships and rally around the team on those common goals and this style of management is very helpful to feel very supported feel highly engaged and motivated towards those business objectives The next one would be a coach management style and as the word indicates you always look for similar patterns and efforts in a team just like any kind of a sports team has a coach uh, who heads up that team and so you are 
working towards an ongoing development, quickly identify what motivates whom and what kind of skills do they bring as unique uh, propositions and what are the weaknesses that we need to address with other people who are probably more proficient than the ones that you're working with. So they often push employees to complete more challenging tasks and uh, further develop their talents by providing uh, feedback and areas of improvement and opportunity. The next uh, style of management is pace setting management style. And this is a leader who always seeks for new ways to become more productive, expect the same out of all the people that they manage. They also trust and recognize people who have adhered to the standards of the team, thus making them successful. This can take on a bit of an overwhelming demand on the employees, uh, but again, at the same token, they will be recognized for the efforts that have been put in. The next one would be the bureaucratic management style. And in this bureaucratic management style, you are focused on assigning specific duties to those people who perform those functions very accurately and very precisely within your hierarchy. You are less concerned about the collaborations or the rules that you have to follow to be able to self-aside from those responsibilities and get those independent tasks done and you will streamline from top to bottom being that bureaucrat who regulates the industry but uh, can be very low on the creative index in that environment. The last but not least style would be the transactional management style, which is just all about performances, incentives, and closing the loop on that. They often act as mentors, provide explicit instructions to help increase performance, and it's all about meeting those expectations and uh, hitting those sales numbers or those revenue goals to make yourselves a very evolved and achieved team at large. Now, there are people who have multiple facets of each of these styles that will create that unique style at hand, but you will always have one a higher performing style than the other. So take a moment to kind of, uh, again, introspect to see what kind of style makes you comfortable. And over time, you will also notice that the different styles will change and morph over the different uh, initiatives and goals uh, that you are attempting. So in closure, I'd like to say that you need to know who you are and what kind of a manager you will be able to play. It depends on the kind of people that you've inherited or creating a new team, but should still be able to meet that final goal. And it's important to be confident, competent, good communicator, good compelling with whatever you do and say, being competitive, being a change manager, being charismatic, being calm, candid, collaborative, calculative, catalyst, cadence, centered and challenging the status quo. So these are all the C adjectives that you should have in some portion or some form in your uh, abilities to take on that managerial role and be ready to take on the challenges that come with it. So I hope you're able to gather a few thoughts 
around how you identify whether you're ready to be a manager and uh, take on those roles and create those wonderful teams that can be successful and uh, achieve complete uh, success in the organization that you're leading. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this podcast. And if you'd like to be part of Tatcha Life Foundation's um, career help, please uh, go ahead and look us up on tachalife.org slash career help and join us as a mentor or a mentee. Looking forward to meeting all of you through our portal and um, keep uh, listening and uh, hope you have enjoyed uh, this episode. Thank you again. You have just listened to Tall Radio Podcast. For more podcasts, visit www.touchalife.org.